Hello, everybody. We are in a new setting today. We're at Hans's school. Hans, oh, yeah. say hi. Hello, everyone. Hans was in season two, and now we're back. We have a returner, season yeah. three returner. Except it's like, it's like a solo episode, you know? I mean, considering my girlfriend was on the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, also yeah. not as like a spooky parking lot anymore. That was scary, actually. <laughs> um, it is pretty nice over here, cloudy. Very folly. But that's yeah, very, very, very beautiful. We've got a maple right over there that I've been looking at. That's like this like bright red. And this yellow one. That's not a that's not, that's not no, a maple. No, that's not the maple. The maple's down a little bit more. So like it's a little guy. You see it? Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay, word. We're sitting outside. If you couldn't hear that. I feel like it's kind of peaceful. Anyway, we're here because Hans has to do a project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were going to do an episode together, but then it turned into, oh, I have a midterm due on Sunday. And one of the options were a podcast. So this is for my CAMS 45 class. If uh, you don't know what that is, that is basically just Greek mythology with a little bit of Roman mythology tied in, but mostly Greek. Um, and basically what we're going to talk about a little bit was recently we've been getting into how mortals and gods act in terms of sexuality. That kind of comes up during the whole premise of this class, not like, not necessarily at the forefront, but there's stories mixed in a lot. And the one thing that got me, um, thinking was this speech in, um, this Nopsium, what by um, who was that? Aristophanes. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, it was the children of the moon, the children of the sun, and the children of the earth. And basically, the creation story of man and like why we look the way we do. And so I thought that was really interesting. And it we, we can we'll talk about it a little bit later. But it like specifically mentions like homosexuality as being like a norm that was like from the beginning. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like. Wow, <clears throat> you see like all these things on social media, these people like trying to return back to like former like glorified like masculinity and stuff like that. And yet like they'll like bring up like the Greeks and the Romans who like were like very avid practicing like multi-sexual dimensioned people. Yeah. And yet they like completely ignore that or like, yeah, like put women back in their place, which I'm not saying the Greeks did not do that. They did do that like pretty heavily. But just like in the terms of a sexuality standpoint, it's really interesting that, that this is just like being like blown over. Yeah, because I feel like I think I have seen nowadays like articles that refer back mm-hmm. to ancient Greece and like Athens and stuff like that or like Sparta um yeah bringing back like the whole whole 300 thing again and then they're like but they were but also to that point they also raped and like had slaves sex slaves and they also like I understand their point but it's also like it's not the same and you don't want to bring that back yeah um but the thing that you had to read symposium it Mm -hmm. was cool because like i didn't know the origin story it's like what the children of the moon were man and woman and then sun were two men and then earth were two women but like they were one blob isn't that like what it said yeah so basically um aristophanes his speech 
was saying that there were three original sexes. Yeah, right? androgynous, and, male, and female. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were basically round. They had forms, four legs. They just kind of like rolled around all over the place, <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> and so at one point, though, they basically grew really powerful and like ambitious, and they were just kind of like, you know what? Screw the gods. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're we're better than them. And the gods did not like that, um, and they were like, yeah, let's just like kill them off. But then Zeus pretty much said, no, we can't do that. We're going to lose all of our um, sacrifices, so we can't just kill off these these guys. So instead what he did was basically split everyone in half. And this is like kind of like where like the whole idea of like a soulmate comes from. Zeus, Zeus split up all these like, you know, former humans and then, you know, you know, turn their heads to the front, uh, so turn their genitals to the front, just like to the belly button, which is like where everyone was connected at first, um, and basically just like remind people of like what they did wrong. And so, but that brings up the whole idea of soulmates. But I like as a kid growing up, like I always heard about that. Like, like the Greeks, like basically had this story. Like, ancient Greeks had this story that, like, people were split in half, and that's why we have soulmates. Mm-hmm. It's because we were, like, two people put in one, and we soulmates. But it wasn't until this class that I realized that there were three sexes, that it was, you know, the sun, the moon, and the earth, and that two of those were homosexual relationships. And, like, I did not know that, like, at all until this class, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, you know, we watched this video. I can't remember. It was something like West Berliner. She was she was singing this song. It was actually really good. And there was a movie about her. I tried looking up on Spotify then. And there wasn't anything on there. But I really I really liked her song. Or this song. I'm, not really sh- I'm not really sure. It was like some kind of like um, drag queen or something, I think, mm-hmm. too. It was a really good song. I really liked it. Um, but... Yeah, so that, that's what got me ri- originally thinking about the whole sexuality aspect of everything. But then, um, you know, it comes up in a lot of their myths, too, um, especially with the gods and mortals. Um, but there's this, there's this one that we read pretty early on that, like, I knew, like, Zeus did some weird stuff, like, <laughs> like having relationships with, like, women, like, while being a bull. <laughs> But, yeah, um, wait, didn't he turn someone to a cow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget. The professor's not going to like this because I forget what myth that was. <laughs> but there's also the myth um, of Zeus and uh, Ganymede. I might be butchering that, so I'm not really sure how you say that name. But um, that was an interesting story. And there's actually, um, you know Schubert, like the composer? No, wait. Yeah, you do. I probably do. Well, he, he wrote a... Um, Oh, he wrote a song. Franz? Yeah. Franz, yeah, okay. Yeah, but um, it's, um, what is it called? It's, I think it's based off the, uh, com- the poem, yeah, V.M. Morgan Glanza. I might have butchered what that. I haven't that taken mean? German in forever. Um, how in... How like, your glow envelops. Yeah, well, so they, yeah, so Morgan. It's a love poem. Morgan, but like, that's like means tomorrow. So, or morning, <laughs> yeah. So morning glow, how, like, 
Yeah, howling or how your morning glows. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, so it's this poem, but then Schubert basically made this song, which mm -hmm. is awesome. I listened to it like while doing the rest of my notes for that chapter, and it was pretty cool. I think, and then I got into like a weird Schubert craze. But anyways, yeah, this, <laughs> this relation, um, relationship in the myth. Basically, Zeus. So this Ganymede, however you say his name, was a prince of Troy. This was before the Trojan War mm -hmm. and whatever. But he was a prince of Troy, mm -hmm. um, and he was like this most like beautiful person ever. Kind of like how they like depict like Paris, like then in the Battle of Troy. But anyways, Zeus like fell for this dude hard. And there's two versions of the story. One where Zeus like came down, he comes down as an eagle no matter what. But of course, yeah. There's this um the first the first depiction we read was a like a consensual version, and he kind of flies down and talks to talks to this prince, and then like um he goes up willingly, um and you know happy all he becomes a cup bearer um before the Olympians. Like, like the gods on Olympus. Um, and yeah. But then there's also this second version version where Zeus is just kind of like, screw it. And abducts him. And just like, carries him away unwillingly. And like, and, that's like the paintings we've seen. Mm -hmm. that he yeah. Does yeah, exactly. And so there's like, there's these two versions. So like, the version that Schubert basically wrote that song. Well, he didn't write the poem. But the, what he composed... That poem is basically about like the first version, like this like very like loving like embrace mm. and like not like like he willingly went with Zeus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like a very like romantic kind of thing. But then there's like other depictions where it's like yeah, like he's like being raped and like being carried up like right. unwillingly, and no matter what, he ends up like a cupbearer to the gods, which is kind of interesting because it throws a perspective like one like as a cupbearer how like if he's up there willingly how like you know this must be this like great adventure he's like literally serving the gods mm -hmm. he's with like these immortals and how cool that would be or there's the other version when he was brought up unwillingly and like now for eternity he's stuck up there serving the gods as a like a slave so and that relates to like similarly hades and persephone but that's yeah. like the heterosexual version of that story yeah no seriously i mean and that's like what's I pe think people know more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, also though too with Hades and Persephone, that was basically all kidnapping. I yeah. mean, and then that because that's like that's like why the seasons seasons come up because then Demeter, you know, yeah. she searches the earth for her for her daughter and can't find her, and then is basically like, like you know, scoring the earth with like cold and like hatred until eventually she back. yeah she's able to come back but in my latina literature class we talked about like what if persephone wanted to go with hades like that's just like that's just like an alternative like totally yeah. not real theory but like what if persephone actually hated demeter like her mom and wanted to go with hades and like hates coming back to earth i don't know that'd that, be interesting that, yeah that's just like a different take but we talked about that yeah. i know that the two takes we talked about were specifically um, Hades either asking permission from Zeus and Demeter didn't really have a say in it versus Hades just like coming like screw this uh, Persephone is like so beautiful she's literally the embodiment of spring yeah and then and then goes <clears throat> wait so Demeter is siblings with Hades no mm -hmm. no 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 yeah they're all yeah, siblings so, so does Zeus has just the bigger voice that's all yeah so Zeus like 
I basically because he, he was the one that killed um uh Cronus. Yeah. yeah. He was the one that killed Cronus. Um and so because of that he kind of got like the big shaft. I think there's also a tale where um they basically draw sticks and hey you just got the short stick. Okay. And so that's why he had to do the underworld. Um but yeah, so when you say that, that means Persephone is the niece to Hades. Oh man. <laughs> but that's not even like yeah. the worst. Know, like there's so many tales of incest in um Greek mythology. I mean, okay, aren't um Aphrodite and Ares related? No, they're actually not. Aphrodite they're not? no wait, okay, so Aphrodite, I looked this up, she's not related to any of the She's oh, like that's right. Because she was born. She yeah, she was born from the sea. Yeah, that's that's right. Isn't she like? Yeah, she's so there's, from something. Mm-hmm. So there's there's two different. Um, but like Zeus is a go. horrible husband. Oh yeah, no, he's terrible. But it's funny because with um, with Hera, they're like conceived as like like the ultimate relationship basically between the gods like mm-hmm. they are the embodiment of marriage mm-hmm. and yet it's really funny because they like have this you know they have this relationship and then yet zeus like goes off and basically gets with all these other goddesses or gods mortals. Or mortals so it's very very interesting um but anyway so you you just I mean, just brought up about Aphrodite. So there's basically, there's two, um, there's two stories. Either she was like actually um, born, but that, that story is like kind of like not really what goes with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Dione or this guy or Ranos. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uranus. Uranus, <laughs> like, like, you know, like the planet. Yeah, yeah. And basically what happened was Crotus castrated him, right? His father. Mm-hmm. And threw his genitals, like, into the Yeah, sea, yeah. Just plopped him in. And then from that, like, this foam <laughs> came up. And then Aphrodite <laughs> came from the foam. And that's, like, where she gets her name from. That like, is Part of her so... name means foam. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's a pretty name. But yeah. she's, like, I feel... That's... She's... Yeah. Okay, word. And then she just gets with... Aries, even though he was married, she was married to Hephaestus. Yeah, and well, that's also a fun story. I had to write about that. Didn't she cheat on him in his own bed? Yeah, but that was also like a common occurrence, and it's also something else I wanted to talk about while we're here sitting. Just how much everyone cheats on each other, and mm-hmm. we we read in um in in the cans class that basically no gods are allowed to be like. Solely tied to one person. Oh. Um, like for all eternity. So like, there has to be some like weird stuff going on. I'm not really sure why. It's just something that's like a rule. I it's mean, like, like none of the gods are allowed to basically be devoted to one person. But then, like, if they cheat, then mortals are allowed to cheat. Yeah, which is because if like they look up to the gods so much, then it, like they're not putting on a good front for us mortals. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because I mean you can see this with other gods too. I mean, especially like in the Old Testament of the Bible, how mm. like God was cons- considered this person that was like kind of angry, you know. Mm-hmm. You get on his bad side, you get zapped, mm-hmm. like or like some floods come yeah, down. Yeah, right. But um, 
it's really interesting because the Greek guys were just so flawed. And that was the yeah. point. They were supposed <laughs> to be like more human. But I don't know if it's because of just their like all power and like how just like, you know, how much above and being this greater being is mm-hmm. why they became like, even though they're flawed, they were just like exemplified in their flawness. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy to see, like, I mean, they were just sleeping with all each other. They were all cheating. And I don't know, like, in ancient Greek, like, um, civilization, like, what cheating really meant. Like, Because I think I remember, was this something in either, like, Sparta or Athens? This is, like, coming from, like, seventh grade. But, yeah. like, that women were, like, actually able to divorce their husbands. Like, uh, if they, like, I feel like that's it, Sparta. Like, that's like, definitely a Sparta thing. Yeah, I don't know. If, um... If you have to grade my podcast, could you please write that down? I don't know. Because I remember hearing that. But it was like, I think there was this thing. Like, if, like, the guy could not, like, you know, Provide. get it up. Yeah. Like, he basically, like, the wife was allowed to divorce. I feel, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, like, how much we can pull from Greek civilization to, to, to like, today's standards. Yeah. Especially with, like, you wrote down here masculinity. Yeah. And it's, it's. I think that's, like, just kind of the big thing is, like... How much can we really, like, yeah. look up to them? Look up to them, but then other parts... It's just, like, it's funny how, like, through picking and choosing through time, like, where we're at compared to, like, where they were. Mm-hmm. And not saying, like, one civilization is better than the other. I mean, personally, I think ours kind of is. <laughs> I mean, but it's just... It's interesting to see, like, how somehow along the way, I mean, even though took a long time to get rid of like different like things with, like slavery or like women's rights but yet things like sexuality which they were like what we would consider like head of the time like liberal with or like very like kind of like like this is what it should be like how they were like already there and they're like yeah this is this way from the beginning mm. which is really interesting but it's 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 it, it's nice to see how much they embrace their sexuality yeah. Which is not prominent in any religion yeah, I mean, that I know of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's just because, like, or, where we're at, we're in, like, a Judo-Christian Christ- yeah. civilization, like, as, like, the Western world. Right. Or at least in the U.S. I'm not trying to, like, disclude Europe because Europeans are kind of crazy. Right. But, um, <laughs> I mean, like, it is just kind of funny, like, seeing, like, how, like, conservative we are with how we feel about sexuality. Mm-hmm. But yet we like consider ourselves like basically, you know, the next greatest thing since the Romans. And it's just kind of like, it's just funny how like some aspects of Roman life, Greek life were transpired and how other ones weren't. And it's just kind of interesting. It's like, where did that come from? How did that happen? And that's, I, I think that's something really interesting. And it's kind of unfortunate. I don't think I'll get there in that class, but there's a class <laughs> like that that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, so I think I think we pretty much covered okay. what I was thinking about with um, you know sexuality in ancient Greece. I'm sure as I get along through this class, I mean we're only on well week eight, week nine. We're only halfway there or something, a little past halfway. I'm sure there's a lot of things that'll come up that'll be like, huh, like I'm sure I can get added in or will give me a better perspective. But right now it's just it's that one topic that I'm like really really thinking about when you read these myths just having that kind of lens it's not even like a feminist lens or anything like that femininity lens but it's just gender and sexuality lens yeah yeah it's very interesting
Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Very interesting. We watched Hercules yesterday too, just to like get in the vibes. Yeah, um. and it was it was funny how they like. I don't know how greatly it depicts all uh, Greek mythology, especially with the gods. I mean, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of funny, really and also was. like with the Titans and stuff like that. But um, I I found this one scene really funny where I think Hercules threw something, and it, it was the statue of um, Aphrodite in, um, I think, Rome. It's that really famous statue of her. Um, um, man, this is not good. I can't remember. Um, I think... Because I know there was the uh, Venus Pudica, which is like the, <clears throat> like the modest one. But I can't remember... Um, what the other statue was of her basically like the ones without the arms you know oh yeah is that um athena or is that aphrodite aphrodite oh, okay. i'm pretty sure it's aphrodite um but anyways basically hercules threw this like rock or something and like the arms broke off um which i thought that was really funny because we just studied that sculpture oh cool um, his stuff is just hanging out. Oh, you're looking up uh, Hercules <laughs> statues. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, all of them are like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Like, it's just statues. like his is. Now, there were Sheesh. some statues that had a lot of clo clothing draped around them. But that was also kind of more reserved for, like, gods and goddesses um, for the most part, I think. I mean, I'm not a expert in ancient Greek art, but it's kind of a trend I noticed, like, especially depending on the goddess and stuff. Right. Um, it was a good movie. Otherwise, yeah, it's it very Disney. It's very Disney. I've been watching forever. Forgot how bad the animations were. Yeah, but well, this is cool. Learned yeah. a lot. I hope you get a good grade. I hope so too. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. We're we have a listener all the way from out here. That's a big step. Yeah. Besides you. You don't count. Oh, oh, there's another one. Well, your professor's going to listen. Oh, yeah. So I'll send her the link, and then maybe she'll listen he, to my other ones, too, and then... Well, actually, yeah, there's a dude, but oh, I, don't, I don't know he. if he's going to be grading it or if there's, like, TAs, but whoever is grading this listens is. to the podcast. The whole thing. Yeah. Every every episode. Um, all right. Thank you so much, Hans. I'll post this as soon as I can. Actually, awesome. I'll probably post it on Thursday. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. Bye, everybody. See you next week. So yeah. Stop. It's done. Yeah. Pause.